Welcome to the Jimmy Palumbo Show, show number 123. That's right. We are here live, <laughs> coming to you with Dave Sturcho on the Jimmy Palumbo Show here at Shea. Um, this, now listen, this is a very special show, Dave, because oh. this show exclusively today and today only, no, all the time, but this show is brought to you by ChasingMiracles.com. That's mm. right. I had to let up with them. Why? Because due to a technical malfunction and my papers falling on the floor, we didn't really mention Chasing Miracles last week. So, therefore, <laughs> I'm going to make a little bit of a bigger deal out of ChasingMiracles.com with mm. their phototherapy patches, the X39 and X48. You put them, I'm wearing them right now, one on my ankle, one on my back. Um, uh, they, they regenerate your, uh, uh, your stem cells, make you healthier, reactivating a bunch of stuff, make you feel younger. You got to go to ChasingMiracles.com. Go talk to Tommy and Donna. They know what they're doing. They also have hydration packs available. Uh, my ankle has been feeling better, so I can say that these things are working. My mother just started them on her knee. We'll see. Got to give it about 30 days to see how mm -hmm. that goes. Mm -hmm. Maybe we can uh, avoid my mother getting some surgery there. So ChasingMiracles.com, <laughs> all kinds of cool things. Go check it out. God bless America. So we are here, of course, what we do. I pull, pulled a card off the top of the list right now. And this mm -hmm. is another, I, I am I am just leading the league in the flawed players. That's why all these players should be playing for the Yankees now because the Yankees stink and they strike out all the time. This guy, I don't, he was pretty good. Uh, my brother's going to yell at me because he's going to know exactly who this is. I got his 1980 card and he is Big George Scott. Signed? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's the fake. Remember they did the fake signature? <laughs> I was going to say, man. Oh, man, yeah, look at that. On. I would love that he's dead, so I can't get it signed. Oh, no, um, I can't sign it anymore. <laughs> but listen, George Scott was, played 14 years in the bigs, 66 to 79. He died in 2013. He batted 268, 271 home runs, 1,000 RBIs. Uh, he was eight hits shy of 2,000. Um, the funny thing is the actor, you know, uh, <laughs> the actor's name, George C. Scott, Right, and this is just George Scott, right? Mm. But George Scott, the baseball player's middle name is Charles, so he actually is George C. Scott. Wow. I don't think people know that. That's one of the <laughs> I, my buddy Vin Diddy's driving off the road right now because I know he's like that's so they're both they're both George C. Scott. I think George Scott could hit a little better than Patton, but uh, does Vin Diddy does does by any chance does Vin Diddy know you do the the show with me now uh, or no? I don't know. I have to, I you got to so. tell. Hey, I got to let him know. Yeah, I think Steve, he Steve, if you're listening, Zamboni says hello from Zamboni. 2007. That's so great. Uh, so, yeah, George Scott. Um, listen, he played with Boston, Milwaukee, back with Boston, the Royals, and one year with the Yankees. He played the 67 World Series. His best year was probably 75. He batted 306, hit 36 home runs, had 110 RBIs, which, of course, means he's a $30 million a year player. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, at Boston with 77, he batted 269, 33 ding-dongs, 95 RBIs, three-time All-Star, mm -hmm. um, 79, he was with the Yankees. He was shot, but he had 47 at-bats, like 40. He batted 318, hit one home run. Uh, he he's also had eight golden gloves, so he was like one of the early, probably one of the best, one of the best uh, first basemen defensively the Red Sox have ever had, one of the best. He had eight gold gloves. That's a lot, even though gold gloves are shaky. But still, you got to win eight. No, nah, gold gloves gold. are. I think the the those the gold gloves and the silver sluggers. I think those are still legitimate. Right, legit, I don't know. right? Um, in '76, he was traded with Bernie Carbo to the Red Sox for Cecil Cooper, another wow, flawed player. The old Cecil Cooper. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> he managed in the indie leagues. When his, you know, what? I, I was googling him. It's like they had a whole thing how he like he was a cotton. He picked cotton when he was in his youth and uh, in Mississippi and stuff. He came from a poor family. Uh, but here's one cool thing that I think you 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 don't know this, but you should know it. No. Now from wiffle ball. And we used to have, remember those lousy plastic helmets we used to wear? The, oh, yeah, the ones yeah. that the ones that like didn't didn't protect you. They were like, right. well, I think they still sell. For, them that's for aesthetics, really. Yeah, now they have <laughs> mini ones that they put the dipping dots in at the stadium. Yeah, it's yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. But he wore a batting helmet, the ones without the ones coming at while he's played play the field. Because some fan threw some stuff at him one what's time. What's this what's this guy did that? John Olerud. 
Yeah, but it was well before John Oliver. He <laughs> was he, maybe he, got the he idea from it. that. He did it because he got hit. In the, you know, Oliver got hit while batting. George Scott got hit like from the stand. Somebody threw a beer at him or something. So when when we used to play wiffle ball and you had to be George Scott just to say, you know, <laughs> you had to wear the the plastic helmet to be George mm. Scott, which is so funny. Again, eight people get that, but it's funny as hell. Um, mm. He was also is another very funny thing. He was ejected from a little league because he was too good. <laughs> I find that like I, you know what that to me that's the new stat for me like and I'm gonna go up to A Rod say A Rod you play little league yeah yeah did you ever get kicked out because you were too good with George Scott did I think that's hysterical <laughs> um, anyway he was a great wiffle ball player for me I was always imitating George Scott at the plate um, so that's my guy George Scott big George Scott the Jimmy I have to uh, I gotta change up the sport and sure, I gotta change up to. I have I have to I mean look baseball to me right now especially after yesterday's debacle again after winning three straight the yankees i was like oh you know what this is gonna be fun like we're finally gonna go on a little bit of a run and then the mets spanked us last oh, night so i'm just like you know what the hell with this shit i don't even know why i'm still wearing a hat by next week you will see me with a star on my head uh oh, yeah, because sure. because it's football season camp is open i have to go old school here and i want to bring up the goat debate here with you jimmy do you think mr emmett smith is oh. the greatest running back of all time. Now, look, this card in specific, if you recognize this card, all right, let's get a little in focus here. Probably a giant game when he, when he ran It is the giant game where he broke his shoulder. And my okay. father was at that game. He comes out, he, you know, comes out of the locker room with a little bit of an injection in his shoulder. And, uh, you know, he tur turns off, you know, just one of the greatest, gutsiest performances of all time. But I ask you, Jimmy, as a Giants fan, is it hard for you to admit that he's one of the all-time greats, if not the greatest? Well, no, but first of all, I don't think he's. I don't think it's. He's definitely not the greatest. Stats I would not don't lie. Stats, stats don't lie. He's oh, the all-time leading rusher. They certainly do lie. If you're about to, if you're about to throw no, the no, whole I think he's offensive in, line you, thing. Like, well, you there's can't a little bit that. of that. A little I, bit. They have one Hall of Famer. One. Uh, yeah, but they they were some big holes for him. Um, listen, saying. he's definitely in that. Listen, you can't. Yeah, I can't stand the Cowboys. You know that. But Emmitt Smith. Usually, the guys I hate are the ones that that are like I hate Michael Jordan. I hate the rant. I hate the ones that always beat my teams or don't Jason sign with my team. Right. <laughs> you know, Jason Witten, I, you know, listen, I, he's, I think like right now, no one's near him. I think, I think Jason Witten is a loner because he doesn't want anybody near him. Because when he played <laughs> against the Giants, he was like, guys, I just want to be left alone in the secondary. Okay, okay, okay. Because it would, right, be like, man, it would be like, it would be like third and nine, and Giants are putting pressure, rolls around in the middle, and Jason Witten, he would catch the ball. I've done this so many times on this show. I hate it. He would catch the ball and all he would be 10 yards. And down. then you would look at all you would see is like green pastures and he would <laughs> ramble. He wasn't all that fast. He was fast, but he would ramble another 25 yards. You're like, how come, why in the huddles? Everybody got win. You got win. You got win. You got it. We right. Got you win. got win. Cause when, when Lawrence Taylor, you know, the line were like 56, 56, who's got him. Please someone cover him. Right. Witten was open on every play. Annoyed my soul, but Emmett Smith was a great player. You know, best running back of all time. I gotta be honest with you. I think Dorsett was better than him. But that, you really? I was, I was. Oh, he was. You forget how people forget how good Dorsett was. Then you got other guys. I mean, you know, another guy. Unfortunately, uh, you know, I mean, the Juice OJ. Uh, yeah, but you know, anybody. Did, running, I, the Jim Brown thing was too long ago. You know, I don't know. I mean, um, to me, to me, the only guy that kind of like holds a candle to Emmett is would probably be Barry Sanders. To me, I, I think yeah, he was like Barry a human Sanders highlight reel. There. He just I, never I, had any team success. I would say I would say Emmett Smith definitely in the top five for sure, no doubt, no okay. doubt. Like an easy top I guess I'll five, take not it. like, you know what I mean? Not, not a uh, not a, Emmett. He was great, and he, and he broke my heart that night because I believe uh, Cowboys won the Super Bowl that year. I think, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. I think if the Giants had won that game, the Giants would have won the Super Bowl that year. I that believe was it was for the division. Damn right it was. And we it had was. to go on a road, and you, it was it was it was the it was the number. It, that game was so huge because the winner got like home field throughout and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and all mm -hmm. that. And Cowboys needed that as well. And Jimmy Johnson, the whole thing. And yeah, yeah. Emmitt Smith had a great game. I think there was a shitty play by giants on that. I, I my brother's going to kill me because I was at the game and uh, there was, there was some, something happened weird. Like some, some giant did something shitty. I should know this. I forget. I probably just burnt <laughs> it out of my brain, but it certainly was. And as a cowboy fan, it was a great game, but the bottom line was uh, Eli Manning beat you guys. when You were like 14 and oh, or something. And, and we beat Tom Brady. And all so good. Th that's all. Hey, we retired Tom Brady. 
Uh, Cowboys retired, Tom. That's true. So Emmett Smith. So there you go. Emmett Smith, certainly a great player, leading rusher of all time and all that. Uh, not quite what we do. We usually want a shitty guy. All right. I'll bring, I'll start. You know, what? I listen, you know how hard it is for me to find shitty cards in this place? First of all, Everything's of value here. <laughs> so that's right. it's like, well, listen, the bottom I'm gonna line go back is, to, you know I'm gonna what? Go I'll tell you my what. old collection. I'll do I'll tell that. you what. I'll give you an assignment for next week's show. It's very all simple. Right. Mm-hmm. You got Witten, and who's the other tight end? And Novacek, another guy okay. who is almost open every play. Um, Jumping Jay. Okay. Give me what there, but somewhere in there that had to be a shitty tight end for the Cowboys during the during the Hoga Boom years. Oh so, no, even after that. Don't, after. Don't, but don't say now. Save right. for next week. So All your right. assignment for next week. I gotta week find a card. Is, uh you I tell you what, I'll allow you not to find the card because okay. I wanna I wanna hear some shitty tight ends. By the oh, way, there's so. not there's, ma- it's not as many as you think is no, there's, um, there's there, listen, we went no, through some some Witten, hard yeah, times. Wait a minute. Novacek played for like 17 years. and Novacek uh, was done in like 99 or 98. And then so like we didn't get waiting until like 2005, right, six. So there's like so, a six year. Like a six that's year the tight ends I want to see. Yeah, those, see I'll, I'll, educate, I'll educate the masses next week All about right, the shitty Cowboy tight ends. And I'll, uh, uh, I don't even know who my next week card is. So we got George <laughs> Scott, Emmett Smith. Uh, like, but nice to prolong the opening of the show to 11 minutes. That's my style. <laughs> but I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's funny as hell. Um, I got uh, Tyson Hogan chiming in here about Andy Hawkins. That's so funny. I know all about him pitching a no hitter and losing. Um, uh, Sam Grasso's involved here. He's a doorstep guy as well. All right. Well, listen, big news, big news coming out of Patreon. That's right. Uh, we are no longer at Patrick Ewing. We are at 34, which I believe is who's the guy who used to play the running back for the bills. Thurman Thomas. Thurman Thomas was 34, right? Yep. Um, Bob Sheehan, my boy from Colonia. I had dinner with him the other night. He was uh he was thought he was getting number 33. And I said my cousin Joanne took that. So my buddy from Colonia, Bob Sheehan, is number 34 on Patreon. So we are well on our way to Joe Rogan area. Um, I can't believe we got to get a 35 now. I mean, we could go with Dan Dornink. <laughs> the uh, just first of all, the road. I just had a I just had to reconfirm this. I'm ashamed of you right now, Jimmy. You you went. You went Thurman Thomas, went for crying out loud. I wasn't He's done. part of one of your reads, number 34, and number one in your hearts, really. Charles Oakley was number 34 uh, uh, for the uh, New York Knicks. Oakley. Well, we're going to get to absolute eyewear in a second. How can you, you do know. that? Thur- Listen, I don't have the, I don't, Herschel Walker. I only have the website for Yankees and the Giants. I don't have the Knicks. <laughs> I got to see the Knicks numbers. Uh, you know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start talking about referee numbers in the NBA. That's what I'm going to be doing. <laughs> number right, coming, up here, coming up, Dick Bavetta. You know, so I'm going to do, do I think I'm going to have a, just do a whole show on Dick Bavetta. Um, but uh, maybe uh, Kevin Dockery, Lee Guterman, Ralph Houck, old time Yankee, Moose, Musina. Of course, there's Hideki Arabu. Who's 35? Yeah. Uh, so we need a number 35 coming up. Hopefully, we'll get something this week. Uh, I, I got to wait till Sam Grasso's kids graduate college and uh, which will be probably another 10 years from now. I'll be on he's show got, number he's got like nine daughters. Yeah, he's got nine daughters or something. <laughs> something crazy. Not one boy. Not one boy. Well, that's great. That means he's got, he's going to have three people wiping his ass. He has to choose which one's going to wipe his ass. That must be tough. If you have daughters, so you have to like, I think before you start shitting yourself, you have to sit down like everybody is so glad you can make it for Christmas Eve. I'm gonna designate the middle kid. I'm so sorry. I know maybe I'm not gonna maybe not the middle kid because you were like the middle kid. You got blown over. I think we're gonna go with the. I think the oldest daughter has to. Ah, wait, your husband's an asshole. I don't know. I'm gonna go with the youngest daughter. Maybe you guys could do a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but someone has to come in here, take my depends off, and wipe my ass. Nice. Um, I only have one daughter, so she's screwed. Yeah, but, uh, sorry, Nat. You know, I can tell right now <laughs> your your son has gonna have nothing to do with that. No. But, uh, that's always my running game when people have kids. I'm like, ah, oh, look, you got someone to wipe your ass when you get older. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, well, Patreon, God bless America. Um, again, this show sponsored by uh, a full show sponsored by ChasingMiracles.com. Go talk to Tommy and Donna. I'm telling you, these patches are cool. You see a lot of swimmers, a lot of athletes wearing them. They're miniature. They go right on. They work with your stem cells, and nothing goes into your body, so it's not like you're doing chemicals or anything like that. Um, so uh, that's it. You got to do it. I'm wearing them now. So is my mother. God bless. Now, let's get to something we, we, love, we know and love, the British Open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, I thought of something. Now, okay, I, I, only, I watch golf sometimes with the majors. I don't watch those other tournaments. 
Sometimes mm. I do if there's something big or something. But I, I'm sitting home watching golf. My, you know who my favorite golfer is of all time. You should be able to guess this. Who do you think, Jeff, based upon the players that I love, who do you think my favorite? Uh, who's that? Who's that big guy that drinks and he can't walk the course anymore? What's his uh, name? Your friend and mine, Mr. John Daly. Now he's John Daly. Yeah. Okay, John it. Daly gets these exemptions. Yeah, I guess it's like he must you can go on the, the golf cart. Yeah, and yeah, say yeah, he doesn't walk the right? course. Okay, now this is this is how golf sucks to me. He didn't make the cut. <laughs> okay, tough. okay. Wait a minute. I find this hysterical. But everybody's like, "Ah, oh, John Daly, he sucks. That fat bastard." Right. Meanwhile, he shot a seventy-seven. And a 77, which is six over the par 71. So if any any of my friends out there golf and you shoot a 77, you're, you're going on Instagram, you're jumping around. <laughs> so I saw, I went online. He shot 36 holes. If he just a quarter of those holes, a quarter of them, he just shot one shot better. He would have he would have made the cut. So it's not like he was like a mess and all over the place. He was, you know, he parred a lot of the holes. He had uh, he did have seven bogeys in the in first round, which stinks. Mm. Um, and he had five in, in round two, but he had one double bogey, but he also had, he had two, uh, two birdies. And I'm looking, I'm like, you know what? This guy, he stinks, but he stinks and not that bad. Like, the, I mean, I've seen, uh, some of these other stars shoot 12 over par many times. So like, right. that's my new thing. My new thing is John Daly stinks, but he's not that bad. <laughs> and everybody, if you don't root for John Daly, you're a jerk because he's one of us. He's out there drinking, smoking. He's fat. He wears these ugly shirts. And if God forbid he ever comes in like 10, like three strokes back with like eight holes to play. I'll, People are glued to the TV. Oh, watching forget that. about it. <laughs> it's must-see television. Yeah, I have, yeah, this would be, anyway, I just thought it was funny. Like everybody's like, oh, he sucks. I'm like, really? Really? He sucks? When's the last time you shot 77 on a course? You fat bastard. You know what I mean? And, and it's another testament where, Golf. Everybody talks about. Uh, we're going to get to NFL quarterbacks in a little bit, but golf is by far the hardest sport. I think you, for four days you got to put this little uh, ball in a thing against, and everybody's capable of shooting a sixty-seven at any given moment, especially the top. And you kind of it's four days. And you see guys. I would love to talk about a doc. And I think there is a documentary called like Losers or something, mm. where guys have like four stroke leads on the last day, and they become John Daly. The There's been a couple collapses recently where yeah, I'm just like, awesome. oh, nice. This guy's got a lock. And then, like, it's Sunday afternoon. We're about to go swimming. By the time we get inside for dinner, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here? here we go. Like, how I bad of a day did he have? It's such my argument that pickleball is for, is for wussies. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm getting very good at pickleball now. But it's like, like to me, if a guy comes in, yeah, I, 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 I average a 75 in golf. I'm like, you're a badass. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it takes you 35 years to do that. I don't have the know? patience or the, the, uh, the hot the, out. It's Stinks. I get by the thirteenth yeah, I mean, like, hole. I'm like, is there any beers left? Like, what are uh, that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of people are like, you want to go golf, and I'm like, well, how much beer do you have for the day? Because <laughs> and then, I, and then I, you get I that, suck at golf, you, so I gotta do right, something. Then you, then you get that like fourteenth hole, like the buzz is wearing off. There's no more yeah, beers, right. and you're like, a little bit of a you realize you, get, you, realize like, you oh, gotta no. drive home or pick right. kids up in school, and you're like, all right, how many did I have? Six, like. <laughs> To, and the then you get yeah. bored. You're like, you know, when you when you hit a ball out, you're like, ah, I'm not gonna get it. And then the first <laughs> hole, you're like, let me find my ball. Let me find my ball. I gotta find my ball. And by the thirteenth hole, I'm like, ah, I got some fucking, I got balls in my bag. Yeah, I got the. <laughs> and then you get the ones with the stripe on it because you got it from some driving range or something. Like that. <laughs> Just steal and them. then people say, oh, you got to use the women's ball or a softer head. I'm like, what are you talking about? I can't. You need. I need to strike the ball properly. I I golf is uh, people. Like, I'm not even welcome at top golf anymore man like, oh, like, they're like get this animal out of my bay because he's an absolute crazy person like, he's getting I, I, I so mad. It's, it's just it makes me crazy which of course brings me to my kitchen sink <laughs> i uh it's segway day here at the stadium all fans 18 and over i i need a new sink in my uh condo here and already uh, my, it was the, the sink was a disaster it was all like scratched and not even i mean it, it works but it's like it's like you can't have a sink. Um, I got the first one. My buddy got it for me, set me up, dent. He sent another one. I, I drove remember. to go get it. I was all excited. He got the new one. He starts opening up, look at it, and there's like three BB gun holes <laughs> in the thing, which I didn't see underneath the and it's right in the front. I'm like, I the gods of sinks have just <laughs> not allowed me, they just don't want me to replace that shitty, filthy sink that I have. Mm -hmm. And I just, it's just, anybody's ever dealt with uh, appliances, it's just driving me crazy. I'm talking about it for no reason. 
Which brings me to Roselle Park. Segway day here. <laughs> I did stand up last week in Roselle Park. Under outside? A outside. Oh in the heat. God, the, Jimmy. In, under, a under a gazebo. Oh okay. So how about the, this weather, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Holy but there was like 20 people there. Oh. Right? I had to do 10 minutes. When I pulled my car up, okay, the car almost... <laughs> I almost drove my car onto the stage where in other words, like my car was literally 17 feet from the microphone. The two girls before me. Okay. They were little girls singing. So it was like, and then I was like, and one girl was actually not that bad. The other girl was horrible, but she gave it a shot. <laughs> and you know, and then all of a sudden, right before I go on, she's like, Oh, by the way, Jimmy, uh, you know, family, no cursing, no this, no that. So I'm like, okay. So Jimmy Palomo with 45 minutes of material down to 10 <laughs> minutes here. I couldn't, I, I couldn't say shit, the F word, anything. Uh, it was just, but you know what? I actually went up there. I didn't curse. And it was like a bunch, it was I can bunch, see you're altering your act. Like, who I'm gives like, a hoot? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? there should be a button on Facebook called, who gives a darn? <laughs> Battle the kick is up and it is no good. I uh, left. <laughs> way left. You know, I, I was one of the. <laughs> I felt shit. like the kicker. As soon as he hits it, the defensive backs start running off the field. They know it's wide <laughs> right away. <laughs> the jackets come the flying off. They run into the tunnel. Game over. Oh my god. Oh my god. But I actually had a fun. Uh, my friend Roro set it up. It's kind of this community thing. But it was just. It was a little rough in the beginning. It's a bunch of old people sitting in chairs with oxygen tanks and staring at you. Like oh it was like this is tough, man. So wait, do you did you have a come to Jesus moment at all in those ten minutes well, where you're just he, sitting around, you're staring okay. around like this is it, this, this is where life this, is, is taking me. I I took my daughter, okay. Dad, you suck. And I I made her sit right in front so I wouldn't curse. And uh, right before she was like, Jesus, she goes, Dad, this is a bad gig. <laughs> I said, she goes, oh, I'm so glad I didn't bring my friends to this one. Oh I asked her to bring her friends. She's like, no, <laughs> So you got total opposite sides of the spectrum. You got 97 yeah. year old with people one foot in the grave. And in then the you grave, have 12 yes. year old girls that are like, right. and then I'm doing, and then I'm doing bits about going to Coles and everything. And I'm like, wait a minute. All these people go to Coles. <laughs> They're all, this, they this, all have Coles bucks in their pocket right now. Like, what are you most, talking about? The most depressing thing was oh, though, shit. my sister came with me. I actually, have it on video i'm gonna send it to you oh, so man. um my sister all we wanted to do is go get a hot dog and a hamburger at galloping hill at five points in union is that what they paid you in <laughs> we, go there, we go there and it closed 20 minutes after it was closed so we couldn't even get like a shitty hot dog and burgers um but it was fun i had fun doing it and thanks for all over hiring me and a couple of comedians are pretty funny so it was cool but uh so anyway, that's my stand. Huh. Now tomorrow night I'll be doing stand up in Spring uh -oh. Lake at the Breakers. So things are looking up at the docks. Uh, me and Ryan Marr are doing a cool show there for Joe's Deli in Spring Lake. If anybody ever goes to Spring Lake, there's a cool deli there right by the Chateau, um, right by the liquor store. There's a deli there, and he gets all his friends together. It's like 130 you know, old men, and young guys, and just mm. all his customers. Like it's like you know fan appreciation night, and. Uh, <laughs> You know, it was going to be Jimmy Plumbo and Ryan Marr busting balls, so that's cool. I also had um, a reunion, reunion day here at Shea uh, from some old. I I had dinner with you know you know you have you have like high school friends, but then you got like like old school friends, the seventy or for me when I hung out in the seventies. Sure, I'm talking middle school St. John's. Yeah, yeah, crowd, yeah. You, you got know. a couple of those to linger uh, around. We went over that restaurant in Clark, and uh, which is owned by my. Uh, another guy from Colonia, Michael Savis. And uh, it was wild, man. I haven't seen so many people. I haven't seen uh, old friends, uh, Jennifer Rahochi and uh, my Greg Miller, my buddy uh, who's a Patreon member. He's He moved back into town. He lives in Long Branch. Bob Sheehan was there. George Mitrowitz. Uh, Fran Amiano. I haven't seen Fran in a thousand years. Oh, we're doing the Patreon list without doing the no, Patreon yeah, but, list. Uh, it, was just, it was just old school uh, sitting around laughing about you know, shooting BB guns, killing rabbits in the backyard, that mm. kind of shit. Um, and, uh, and it was good because someone picked up the tab. I didn't pay. So God bless him. How about I was, that? I was getting the grilled octopus. I was getting involved. You were getting out the pay from the community center. I was. Uh, I had money on me, ready to go. <laughs> of course, it was right by Vaccaro's there, which I wanted to get a glazed crumb bun. Three people just drove off the road. Um, 
but it was cool. We had old photo books. I realized that some of the photo books, I'm younger than my daughter. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm wearing like I'm wearing like awful shirts that I thought were cool at the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so stupid. Anyway, it was fun. Good to see some people. And uh, and that's it. Which, of course, brings us to your friend and mine, Absolute Eyewear. Back on the schneid here after getting bumped for Chasing Miracles. <laughs> Absolute Eyewear, 42 Main Street, Woodbridge, New Jersey, 732-326-3937. Down by the train station here. Of course, I am coming to you. I didn't even say from downtown Mawa here. Mm. From the awesome dining room studios. And Dave Sturchio's down there at Chop Sports Media Studios in Matawan. But Absolute Eyewear in Woodbridge. Go see Craig and Johnine. I love Johnine because she waits like four days later and then she texts me with funny lines from the show. And, yeah, uh, she does that for me too. She says yeah, the show's so, so much better with me on it. <laughs> and, and wait a minute. And Sturchio with an yeah. uppercut and Chris Gucci wants to talk it over here. <laughs> It's got a 30-second timeout. Dave just, ah, that's what happens when you promote the show once. The, uh, yeah, don't take it. <laughs> Gucci. No, but he laughed when I said something about my content other than my shitty content, and you started <laughs> to laugh at me. So she got a kick out of that. But absolute eyewear, full service opticians. I got everything over there. It's prescription eyewear, sunglasses, everything. Glasses for the kids. You get your eye exam. Best thing is when you leave there, you don't feel like a jerk off. They totally size you up. Uh, that the air conditioning works most of the time. And uh, of course, Dave went there a couple weeks ago. There was no air. Lost uh, three Craig, pounds. Craig was probably losing his mind. They're a diet center and their eyeglasses. <laughs> no, they had an issue for a couple hours. With What's that? Your, your, the glasses don't fit over your fat face. Just stand right here for about three <laughs> seconds and you're actually going to shrink a little bit you're and they'll fit perfectly. That's it. Maybe I guess Craig's in charge of paying the bills and he forgot, <laughs> I guess. Oh, <laughs> Under the bus, right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't talked to Craig. Craig, you don't call me. You suck. Anyway, <laughs> um, their place is great. They do all kinds of stuff. They uh, get $100 off a complete pair of glasses. If you mention the Jimmy Palumbo show or Chop Sports or Dave just mentioned whatever, just mentioned podcast. <laughs> yeah, right. Just say the word radio. That's you know, so uh, anyway, too funny. But anyway, Ladies and gentlemen, available at Absolute Eyewear, Ray-Ban coach, Ralph Lauren, Dave Sturchio's Jimmy Choo, Silhouette, Michael Kors, Vogue, Maui Jim, Costa Del Mar, and Charles Oakley, number 34, shows up there with his glasses. All right, they got open five days a week, close Wednesdays. Why? Ah, that's because he got softball. And they're close Sundays. Why? To watch the Giants and Saquon Barkley getting See, involved. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, all right. Absolute eyewear. Go check it out. Down by the train station in Woodbridge, New Jersey. That's right. Um, well, I had an interesting week. I got some. I'm here to educate. That's why I do this podcast. I educate people. That's what I'm here. Rule number, rule number <laughs> 77. Mm. Don't invite friends over for drinks. While you're trying to hang two TVs in on the wall, <laughs> because oh, Jesus, it started off. We had measuring was real easy. We got it going, and then the vodka and tonic wants to talk it over. <laughs> we started. <laughs> it took us an hour to measure anything, holding stuff up, putting things up crooked. We got it all done, uh, but it wasn't until eleven thirty at night, and they got there at six on a Friday night. Uh, we forgot to even eat. We didn't order pizza. It's, I don't, it's, of, it's so weird. I mean, maybe maybe my invites got lost in the mail somewhere. I don't know. I never get yeah, invited to were, these things. You don't get invited to uh, 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 Mawa. Look at Sam Grasso. Breaking news. There's a second viewers. Yeah, but Sam. See, well, Sam, know, Sam doesn't understand that this is it's a podcast, you know, so like people do download it. I see those numbers. Imagine that. There are at least three to four people that listen to this every that's, single week. Listen, so it's, 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 wait a minute. Hang on a second. Wait, wait, wait. I'm trying to my, justify this for you, Jimmy. Okay, okay, justify <laughs> my download numbers in, in your little chop sports world. My, I, 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 I am on the, I'm on the starting roster. I'm still going yeah, seven innings. You were top five, top six. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're not, I'm not as good as Father Paul Hula, so it's like 7,000 oh, downloads a day. But, and, <laughs> no you know, and Sam with the cheap shot, I guess I'm, I'm sure you, you're working so hard. I know you have time to watch my shitty show said live at one <laughs> ah, that's, that's a good one uh but we hung the tvs up and uh the yankee game was going on but the best part is i lost track of time obviously and it was 11 30 and i had to bang this one i was looking for a stud so you bang the nail in mm. all of a sudden i hear pum 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 
And I was like, what the hell is that? I thought like, I knocked something over. The lady downstairs, who I don't know, I was drilling shit 11.30 at night on a Friday. She's back in the wall. I said, and we had one more screw to go. I had to get it in. So I drill it in. I hear, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> the next day, I asked my neighbor, who I know, this nice Irish couple in their 70s. I said, hey, you know the lady downstairs? And they were like, oh, she's just a lovely woman. Oh, she's so sweet. Just tell her. Just knock on the door. Apologize. Okay. Then I see the husband in the hallway. And I was like, yeah, I got to go down and apologize. Uh, I was making noise last night. He goes, oh, she's a pain in the ass. <laughs> I like, so I got the husband and wife there. But I knocked on the door. And I said, hey, I'm so sorry. She's like, I know you're moving in. You're doing stuff. I said, I lost track of time. I didn't tell her I had, you know, 11 vodkas. And I was I fucking was like, hammered, by the yeah. way. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, and then she hit me with, so I, I was very kind, apologizing, really felt bad. Then she's like, and don't forget, you know, nothing after 1030, no dishwasher, no doing laundry. And I Listen was like, to her. and I, but I gave her a look like, well, that's, that's, uh, that's not good. You're not in one of those communities. Are you, are you that old? No, you're they not just, one of those, they have right? rules where you can't, cause you're, I'm on the top floor here. Oh, man. Anyway. Um, but the, the rule is, um, just don't, you know, don't try to hang TVs with your friends while they're kick all, You got to kick all the ladies of the night out by 1030. <laughs> yeah, no it. drilling after 1030. No drilling here. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and the next. Yeah, please. Um, uh, <laughs> she, but I was, when I knocked on the door, I'm like, oh, maybe she's hot, you know? <laughs> and then all of a sudden I was like, all right, you know, a young B. Arthur opened the door. I said, <laughs> It's golden girl time here from the Omni. And, and as you close the door, you're like, hey, thank you for being a friend. <laughs> Just log out. If she was hot, I would be like, I'm so sorry. You need anything? I'll paint. I'll do anything. You need. I'll hang your TVs. You need I'll your plumbing changed? <laughs> oh, my God. So funny. Mm. And, of course, we got Mike Caprio signing in here. We have CornholeLevel.com. Now, listen, I'm going to hold it up for, for the few people that are watching uh, on the interweb. Uh, these are the little things here, cornholelevelers.com. You hook this thing on here. There's a little ball in the middle. You get it right. Because I know, Dave, you're the kind of guy. Actually, as you're doing this read, I just want to let Caprio know that I'm in uh, potential negotiations for him on behalf of cornholelevel.com to try to get him. I might want to talk to him to try to sponsor a Elks thing, a cornhole tournament. So nice. I think a He'll tournament – hosted by or at least sponsored by caprio would be a, a good thing so, i will uh he's sorry if about he's, that if he's listening right here god bless america so. uh listen you'll, you'll end up stealing another sponsor getting involved <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, be down, I'll be down to chasing miracles um <laughs> whoops and, and rutgers is license approved so this one right here this That's rutgers so cool. one is available which is cool as hell um i just have it here and people say what the hell is this but uh cornhole level.com they're 1995 you get a 20% off your entire order if you put in jp show or and chop sports i believe is also there for that uh listen these things are cool perfect gag gift perfect gift to give to a jerk off who's into cornhole <laughs> which means you know i think the cornhole pickleball all these uh, awful sports um i'm gonna start a lawn dart lead old school lawn darts it's just for people that can't play real sports anymore folks that's that's, that's it, really that's what, what we're at here you know, i mean listen, like, that's the, if you're that's out of the, shape and you're john daly of your cornhole league that's like, the whole <laughs> that's the basis of my show it's right. every sport i talk about you know what i gotta get john daly on the show um <laughs> i'll make a call <laughs> yes uh just just awful in every every single way um the uh well um at this point um let me see where the hell are we at here. Um, we we can we can talk a little bit, man. The Yankees this weekend, uh, you know, they, sign they, of life, and then first of all, the, first of all, the Royals stink, and they barely yeah, the beat them league. three games. Right, <laughs> every game was close. Okay, I didn't give a shit as long as we got, yeah, just got at the win. Point, and we played the Mets, care. and the Mets stink. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I was watching the game in the beginning. I'm like, wow, these are two bad teams. They look out of sync, both of them. They're just. And uh, Alonzo was just hitting bombs all over the place. I mean, why did they even pitch to him? I don't even know. Um, but, you know, a couple of things with the Yankees. And I, I was actually talking with Janine from Absolute Eyewear about this. The Yankees don't have proper players in their proper playing position. They're outfielders. It looks like you ever have those softball games where you only have six at 3.30 and the game's at 6.15, so you call you everybody. somewhere over yeah, there. It's just like, oh, you play right, you play right. left center. And that's the I don't understand. These are the New York Yankees. 
Here's a new rule number 84. Hmm. When you play in the major leagues, I don't want these guys. I hate the term athlete. I hate it with uh, football recruiting. It's, Rutgers always gets these athletes. That means he doesn't know where to play. That means he doesn't know how to play anywhere. Hmm. I want a guy who's like, I'm a left fielder. How long have you been playing left field? Since I'm eight. You ever play anywhere else? No. I'm a left fielder. That's where I play. I want to go. Where do you play? Center field. Since I'm nine. Right field. Since I'm 10. Shortstop. Second base. The guy, wherever you played in Little League, that's where I want you to play here in the major leagues. Yankees have these outfielders. How many bloops? The game would have been 2 nothing yesterday. A couple of bloops in the outfield. you got to yeah. catch those balls. But you know yeah. what? It's Yankee Stadium. It's left field. It's the big ball orchard in the Bronx. They were slow getting there. Poor Volpe looked like secretariat running after the ball as fast as he could. And the ball, like in the left field, he's looking at the left fielder like, what are you, a jerk off? I mean, I, the, the balls are dropping in. They're throwing the ball. It's just awful. Um, and I, I just think they don't have they don't have the proper outfield. Mets played well. They got, you know, Verlander on the mound. You know, he ha- he's not having a great year yet. I mean, I think he's going to settle You can't it. say yet at this point. It's going to be August next week. Yeah, but I, I, he, he could go on a run. He's that good. Yeah. You, you just knew. He was just abusing Yankee batters. All the shitty, although Stanton did hit a rope to right field that almost got out. <laughs> um, but all the players who really stink can't hit Verlander. It's just awful. Um, and German, I just, the Yankees, God, they stink. Um, and I got some, Mets, I got some just, breaking news here for uh, for a little Rutgers Scarlet McKnight's. You want that? Is it Dylan Harper? That's all I care about. No, it's actually as of two hours ago. A Rutgers football coach, Greg Chiano, has named Gavin Wimsat as the starting quarterback wow. for the 2023 season. That is so there's big. your QB1. Wow, that's QB1 before practice. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. So I, I have other breaking news. So he's out news. of the lunch line. He's coming out of lunch, okay. and he's I, going right to the field. I have, I have other breaking news. Here we go. See this? I'm going <laughs> to hold it up. Gavin Wimsat by week five will not be the starting quarterback for Rutgers <laughs> because Evan Simon, Evan Simon should transfer. I swear to God. He didn't beat him out. See, that's a that was an NIL call there. I, listen. Yeah, you're making a million dollars this year, Gavin. I, I think we should the name The only you the way Rutgers can be good is if Gavin Wimsat plays what everybody says he's supposed to play. He hasn't shown me shit yet, but uh, that's cool. I guess he should be the starter to start the season, but if I was Evan Simon, I'd be out of here. Anyway, I guess he's doing stuff in the film room. And the transfer portal is open. Portal is wide open. (laughs) I don't know why. Shannon should have got a quarterback in the portal. I just want... Listen, I don't understand. I'm about to get, get emotional here. Why can't we get one of those little guys who's like five foot four he 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 didn't start at all in high school in his senior year. Why do you all, want that? Because I want the guy who throws for six touchdown passes and he runs around. And I want a little. I, we're never going to get a guy who goes to uh, Georgia Auburn. I want a little guy. He's like, yeah, I'm too slow. I'm not fast enough. I can't throw. But look you know, at the, we, but look at the most successful college quarterbacks as of late. You know, you got guys like Stetson Bennett who was like a hundred years old and he he ain't running worth the lick. He's successful. I Trevor can't. Lawrence is a statue, but, six foot six, okay. tall, long hair, okay. successful. What the do hell you, you want think? one of these? What do you want one of these Kyler Murray folks for? Like the, because we're not getting we're not getting Lawrence to come to Rutgers. We got to get the yeah. little guys. Like yeah, everybody says I stink, but we we did score forty five last week. Like and I ran a three four forty. <laughs> I want a guy when it's third and nine, nobody's open because our receivers think and he scrambles out of bounds and like gets knocked out of bounds late with a flag, move the chains. Like that's a guy. <laughs> now, I just want now we're, with, now we're reaching here. I also want a guy like, you know, I love, I want a guy's like, yeah, I only lost one game in high school. Like we never get that. Uh, I don't care if we played against St. John Vianney and Colonia. I just want someone who's a winner, like who walks in the locker room and goes, guys, I don't want to lose anymore. I'm a little guy. Let's light this shit up. Anyway. Uh, but Wimsat looks the part. He looks so cool on the field. And next thing you know, it's fourth and nine. Um, <laughs> and out comes the and, rugby well, we punter. We also have a new punter this year. He's also from Australia. An Australian um, punter. Uh, and that's a, well, another listen, drop punt. By, by the way, <laughs> what did I say about Adam Corsak's in the Canadian League? Okay, which nobody cares about the Canadian League. But who's the best punter in the Canadian League? Statistically right now, Adam Corsak, your mm. friend of mine. He will be in the NFL. This guy, wherever – I don't understand. He kicks the other team starts inside the 15. Isn't that what you want? I don't. And, he, yeah. and who has more experience than a Rutgers punter? We're like punter you. Cause like <laughs> you imagine being a dad all of a sudden, 
wow, Rutgers may want you. Dude, you're going to punt like 40 times a game. This way you want to go. <laughs> you like, get a lot of reps. <laughs> if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're a punter and you play for Rutgers, you can't say, yeah, I just didn't get a chance. The scouts didn't see me. Yes, they did. They saw you <laughs> ad nauseum. You were like this. I swear they should retire Adam Corsak's number. Should be right next to 52, uh, uh, you know, up there on the, on the board. Adam Corsak, arguably the best player in college football the last two years. Mm. I'll argue that on Jeopardy. I'll say, <laughs> yes, he is. Oh, when he kicked, the other team started at the – at the nine, and they they went right downfield and scored. <laughs> and a ninety-one yard drive, oh, plays. <laughs> no doubt about it. Anyway, the other thing I want to talk about. Um, oh, two things: the Yankees are putting patches on the uniforms now. Did you see that? They're, yeah, they're so running. what? I mean, welcome to the twenty twenty-three. Okay, 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 okay. See, this is I know wild. you're old school, and so am I. But like at this time, like look at look at every other sport, man. It's like it was care. only a matter of time for these care. guys to catch up to the times all, to make themselves a bunch of money. It's 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 seventeen dollars for a six ounce beer. The parking is forty five dollars. It sucks to drive in there. It's the pinstripes, the interlocking NY, and you're putting a, a Dave Sturcio's podcast on the on the thing on the Fuck Jimmy yeah. Palumbo show. <laughs> that, that, that's awful. Penn State. I want to see the picture. If you're watching this right now, see the picture of me and Jimmy next to each other. That's what I want. A that's what that. I want. On you. First of all, <laughs> Penn State, Notre Dame. They don't change their uniforms. That's what's cool about it. Rutgers well, changes well, well, Notre Dame has been uh, Notre Dame's been like independent forever. They have nothing about nothing. They, I'm surprised they really don't have the NBC Peacock on there at this point because that's all they, you know, that's First that's all, their biggest. And, and, and I, I want to know how much are they making on this. I, that, that, you know what I would do? I'm saying, listen, no eight billion dollars, and we'll put like Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, Joe but, but, look at, but look at every so NBA what? team right now has a patch on their chest uh, of some you square need... space or fucking. It could be from... anything. No, listen. The money from yes, and I don't even like it when they put the pink shit on. Yeah, Yankee should write a check. Say here's our check to not have to shit. wear the pink. Listen to you. Uh, the, the, and the you know what? And they, they, every they're wearing those military hats. You're watching the game. Imagine if a guy throws a no hitter and on Yes Network for the rest of his life, he has to see what. It, I mean, I'm all for support of the military. Just like have, give give the tickets away to the military people. Have the whole stand filled with military people. Here, I just looked months. it up for you as a as a good producer that I am. That logo, that patch, is paying the Yankees $25 million a year. So there you go. Okay, so what, what is that? So for that, four that, years, so for, you're for making George, $100 George, million. Basically for George Scott, that's what they're getting right. George Scott, <laughs> right. $25 million a year through the 2031 season. Okay, so what are we talking about? A middle reliever? We're talking about $200 million. We're talking about go get yourself... Mr. Shohei Otani uh, getting involved. Otani. Now listen, <laughs> if, if see now, I would see that would be better. We got the patch. We got Otani. Announce it like, and make the patches say Otani. There you uh, go. Come on, that's as long as listen. Thing. The only thing I'll I'll stand on like the the mountaintops for is do not ever put a name on the back of the jersey. That, that would okay, so that, throw so me off. You'd that's rather have me. a patch than the name I, on the back. It doesn't, because they've done all these things before. You know what I mean? Like they've had the line for somebody and then they had a, a six for Tory, and they had all these, like these memorandum. Like, yeah, so this one's going to pay you $25 million to put a fucking logo. Who cares? Who cares? Oh but just don't put the name on the back of the jersey. Just, Let's do that. You know, bad enough, they stink, and now they got, they're wearing patches. Well, they're $25 million richer. <laughs> and, and, they're, and they're not wearing patches from ChasingMiracles.com, ah, the X39 and X48. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's awful. The other thing we'll talk about uh, is um, uh, Saquon, Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Um, the man, dumbest thing I could have ever uh, read the other day. He, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't handle that right. No, his agent <laughs> he, should be fired. That was unbelievable. So the the franchise tag is ten point nine. That's what the running back franchise tag is. He refused to sign that to make anywhere up to eleven or no, this you know eleven point like four. So you bitched and moaned for like five hundred grand, and you have to earn the rest. And then and, you're and, still, and then you and, still give the Giants the ability to franchise you after this season, right? And and, and what is looks, the point? And yeah, and it, it looks like they. I think they probably will do it. Um, I, I, depends how his year is. No, you know what they're going to say? Ah, another year on the, you know what? Running backs are like when you buy tires, you don't buy new tires that are used. You just don't. And, and running backs are a diamond. I, 
how many times we sit and watch games and who the hell is this running back? Where did this guy play? San Diego. Well, that's State? why that's why these guys aren't making money anymore. That's why right. the market is completely shifted. It shifted. Offensive linemen they just signed made like $176 million. It's and guess what? Tackle. Offensive line makes the world go around. So yeah, you better believe you go. they're gonna get the money. So I, this was not handled well by Barkley. Mm-hmm. And why should the Giants they offered him the rumor that was like what two years, 24 million, something like that. He was um, upward near 13, 14 million dollars a year at yeah, some now, point, now, and he denied it's, it. It's, now, now he's like, I'm a team player, I'm a team player. Oh, and yeah, the guy in Oakland player. or whatever, he's gonna get screwed. Listen, running backs just down, don't so make the no money. Idea. I mean, you know, listen, Gus Edwards was a Rutgers back. He played this for is the Ravens. All, and I, I love him to death, but this is all Ezekiel Elliott's fault, all right? Because when he made that $90 million deal and he was making $16 million a year, it made everybody else catch up to speed, like the McCaffreys of the world. And all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, you see guys like Isaiah Pacheco, who is a seventh-round draft pick, all of a sudden winning Super Bowls. You don't need you, you this don't need cow anymore. So that's why it's it. like – they're, they're trying to start a union and shit like but now this it, this crushes their case by the way well, crushes yeah. it and and you're gonna see i mean what's his name the guy the cowboy running back the fast Tony Pollard. right now now listen he looks he like he's the good, franchise he, he looks like he's gonna be a good player but you know what it's the nfl man those little fast guys who I, you, as a cowboy fan you really got to look at who their backup running back is because oh, they got a yeah, decent deep room but yeah right. no, I'm, because you know why that, that pollard's gonna get nicked up garrett every running back gets nicked up for a game or he's two coming off a, a broken a ankle right so he got beat up uh, last you know year. It's, it's it's just weird how all that works um i just think the barkley thing it should have been handled better uh and uh i don't know i guess he tried to fight uh it just you just but another thing is Barkley made a lot of money by being the second pick overall. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, he, he's not like he made millions of dollars already. Yeah, no, he ain't broke. He's not broke. But you know the, the, I mean? the whole holding out thing for an extra couple hundred grand almost yeah, at this point. Sometimes, and, uh, you know, sometimes the player holds the chips and sometimes, you know. This is uh, the Giants saying, we win. No, <laughs> you it, know, it's, like, it's the Giants saying, hey, we love you. But we're, we're paying you what running backs are getting paid now. You know what That's it was? It. The Giants went out and signed James Robinson, who was played with the, the Jaguars and the and the Patriots. Right. And he was a free agent. So they're like, all right, you want to play hardball? That's fine. We got Jay Robin here. He's yeah, about right. to run the rock. And Barkley was like, all right, just give me like a million dollars more. Yeah, we'll call it a deal. So and it's like, oh, okay, cool. And that was it. That was all that I she mean, wrote. Good for him. I, I love him as a player. I, 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 um, I think he's a very good player, very good player, and he's a uh, Daniel he, Jones he, would have had a hard time without him in the lineup. That's yeah, the he he sure. showed up in camp right away and all that today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So God yeah, bless. What a, but, what a hero! Yeah. <laughs> but he should fire his entire agents, um, and I think staying in New York if he plays another two or three years will help him post career stuff as well. Um, which is means it's time for OxyMagicUSA.com. Jeremy Palumbo, sponsor mania here at the stadium. Mm. Um, OxyMagicUSA.com. These are not your traditional carpet cleaning people. No, no. Tom and Natalie over there, they don't drag the hoses through. They got the different kind of things. They, the drying time is one to two hours. They got the green seal or EPA safer choice certification going on here. Um, it's a shame uh, Charles uh, Barkley was about to work for them if he didn't sign. <laughs> Their products are certified green. Uh, they do wall-to-wall carpeting, rugs, upholstery. They did my carpets. They made my daughter's room look awesome. The guy couldn't have been nicer. Brian came in here and helped me out. They have 80 locations nationwide. OxymagicUSA.com. That's O-X-Y. Why? Because they're a great company. OxymagicUSA.com. Now they're offering a special 0% company financing for new location owners. Uh, Dave Sturcher and I thought about owning the carpet cleaning business. We, we dabbled <laughs> in it. We, we, uh, it's still, I mean, you know what? It's I mean, still, after, it's still after, your, after your 20 person stand up gig in a park, I feel <laughs> like Oxy Magic is just that much closer listen, in your future. Listen, listen, I, I, I <laughs> you know, like we talked about, uh, when if we become Ox, if we become an Oxy Magic USA.com carpet cleaning, we're gonna, have, we're gonna do the show live. Welcome with the to the Oxy Magic podcast, yeah, <laughs> sponsored by Jimmy yeah, well, Oh, and let's check it out. Someone spilled some oil over here on the right side. <laughs> Dave's going to rub it out here, spraying some perfect OxyMagicUSA.com stuff. Um, that'll I will be here. using them, by the way, Jimmy. I actually have to get their contact because I will be using them in my home um, literally like next great. week. It's, it actually, I, I kid around, but it's awesome. The guy, it, it just was much easier. It wasn't uh, complicated um, at all. The guy was cool. I'll, uh, 
I'll get you. Uh, I'll uh, we'll, we'll talk off the air about that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, no, I mean, you know what? Maybe I'll make you. I'll go make you go on the website. Act like it. No, I'll I'll, I'll take care of you on that. I heard I you on the Jimmy Palumbo show because I co-hosted. I'm on the Jimmy Palumbo show. OxyMagicUSA.com. And if you want to own your own location, zero percent company financing, and you can get you all set up and trained, and you can rock and roll. So, and tell them Jimmy Palumbo show sent you. Uh, the uh, pickleball, of course, pickleball day here at the stadium. Um, I'm starting to play well. The ankle's feeling better here, Jay. I, uh, I changed my game. I'm a soft. I went to the soft game. You closed, here. You closed your stance. <laughs> I closed my stance. The dink game. Uh, that's why I'm going to play Tom and Natalie. I haven't seen Tom and Natalie. Rumor has it, Tom from Oxy Magic, that you got uh, you injured yourself or you're down the shore, Uh-oh. probably enjoying your life. But uh, <laughs> so uh, the pickleball thing has been fun. I know uh, some of my friends are going to a pickleball camp next week. They wanted me to go. I'm like, I, I can't Jesus. do this. I can't do it. I can't what go to a camp. What are you, guest, guest instructor? I mean, it's like I, I'm not going to. I'd end up drinking myself half to death in some in, in, in Saugerties, New York. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, pickleball starting to kick ass again. I'm back, back on the tour. Um, but really the, the big thing is I'm wearing the shirt here. Uh, after I was down, how to go, how much do you have to pay for that shirt? I was, uh, they gave away free. (laughs) If you sign up, there you go. I had to show my sack right now, as you guys know. Sag after is on strike. If you guys know, I'm telling you now, if you don't know, um, everybody's like, Hey, dumb actors. Why are they striking? It's the same shit as any other union. We got issues with, with producers and residuals that have directly affect me. Sag has been awesome to me, uh, pension and health benefits that are awesome. Um, but I did find out there's 160,000 Sag members. Only 13% are, um, Qualify for the health benefits. <laughs> so I really? am in the top. I am Jimmy Palumbo in the top. So you could say, if someone said you're an actor, yeah, I'm in the top 13%. I feel like it's the NCAA <laughs> tournament. Like, you know, wow. I, I didn't I'm know ranked, that. As far as I'm concerned, I'm ranked 13th in the country. That's just how it is right now. You have um, SAG insurance? Yeah, SAG insurance and a pension. Look Getting involved here for down. Those hundred credits or hundred plus credits well, are doing yeah, you justice. Listen, I huh? got Daredevil coming on. Plumbo's alive. Nice. I actually am close to booking something that uh, I can't even discuss, but we got to wait till the strike ends, I guess. But uh, Jimmy Plumbo hitting threes from the Omni here. But no, the strike is is um, it was cool. We went to Times Square. Brian Cranston really. Went up there and spoke. It was cool. He was there. Of, yeah, yeah. He spoke at the end. He closed it out. Nice, Walter um, White. Yeah, he was up there. They, they went nuts for him. We were right in the middle of Times Square, and uh, th- there were some people there. I, I felt like I, I know I felt like old timers day, and I played with the '80s Yankees, the shitty ones, though, like Whitey waving, Ford. Waving Whitey Ford. Hat, like, yeah, I get announced early. I you know, the, like the announcer doesn't say your friend and mine, Jimmy. Fulham. I get the feeling it was like here's a guy I played from '83 to '85, had a big three run homer at Fenway in March of the August of that year. Your friend and mine, Jimmy. And you get that spattering of them. Mm. I haven't seen the guys, the old voiceover guys. I saw a couple of them started busting chops. and uh, But people had the signs out, Union Strong. The best was they had a couple of actors come up. Some of them are on TV shows. You know who they are. And Brian Cranston, obviously, people know. But the best was they had three guys come up to speak that were like, I don't, I'm Vinny Dead Pasquale. I'm in charge <laughs> of the New York unions. This is a union. This guy was like, he said Union Town. I'm with the iron workers there in the back. I got it was like this guy looked like a caricature of Vinny from Queens telling everybody it's a Union Town. The rest of the country don't know what the hell's going on. Everybody started to cheer. I'm like, look at this guy. He's on getting on TV on Eyewitness News. Eyewitness News almost interviewed me, but I would have played like I don't know what the issues are. <laughs> I want, I want, I want, I want my pension. What's, my health what's, your, what's your biggest issue? I tell you what, the Knicks need a point guard. <laughs> What? Hey, what's your biggest issue? Well, right now, Rutgers just announced Wimsat as a starter. And I think he stinks. <laughs> no, the, the big thing is residuals. You know, Netflix and Disney and uh, uh, Peacock, and they own these rights to stuff, and they, they pay pennies on the dollar. And these networks make money on these things, you know. Um, it, it's, it's, uh, it's really an issue. Like certain shows, especially the HBO, HBO Max, I get pennies. And certain other shows I make more money on. Um that for residuals, but you know, they, 
residuals are a big part of my income. So now they have to play. They have to play for you to get residuals, or well, just it, have them. Well, that's there. the thing. You know, Netflix doesn't announce their downloads. Yeah, that's uh, bullshit. They, they got to expose that, right? right? I mean, they, well, they're they know, but they don't. They there's no. That's so now you're going to have some people saying, if I sign a deal with Netflix, I want you have to. You know, privately tell me how many people are watching but they're also right. pulling shows off these networks now but then they own the right to it so it's like it used to be that netflix just now threw you're in purgatory everything. right and now it's like okay you want to pull it then i get it back and that's why i think netflix is going to run into trouble because they uh paramount and disney and uh comcast nbc universal peacock and all that these are big companies that they have a library content uh you know, uh, even Disney Plus, I mean, I'm sure eventually you're going to be able to watch any game ever on ESPN that you, mm. you're just going to type in, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, some football game, San Diego State, Notre Dame, boom, it's going to come up um, and stuff like that. And so it's really about uh, you get a guy who creates a show um, and, and he's got to get paid for it and, and stuff like that. There's also issues with AI that could duplicate extras and background actors and stuff like that. Also, they can call like my voice, even with doing this podcast, my voice can be called from the internet. So can yours, by the way. Mm -hmm. No, I know. And next thing you know, you, you could be doing a Dave's, they could take every syllable and you, you could be doing a radio spot. Okay. In Idaho. And you don't even know it. I know. You know that? I've, yeah, no, I've, I, the, the more popular ones are the um, AI is taking like rap people's voices and, and creating like these freestyle raps and it's not them. So right. it's kind of crazy. It like sounds just like them, and the it's, verbs and, and the verbiage and the and the words right. are not yeah, the written it, words. So you got to be careful because it's like, what if he says something outlandish and you're like, I can't believe this guy said that. I'm like, well, no, it was kind of the AI guy who said that, not me. Right. And, and then also, that's where it's, I it's, that's that's the the words. It's hard, man. And what about if you wrote a PhD paper or something twenty years ago, or you wrote a comedy show, and then people can steal your written work, and it's all mixed right. in, so it's half. Half your work, half somebody else's. Really, at the end of the day, a lot of the AI for printed stuff is really plagiarism. So if I'm on, like, for instance, if I'm on here and I'm saying Gavin Wimsat sucks and someone uh, AI says, does Gavin Wimsat sucks? And may have, I may have a line from this show, me saying, you know, uh, Dave Sturcio sucks. I just want to make sure I got that out there. <laughs> like Chris Gucci has, you know, Chris Gucci. I thought he was supposed to come on today, by the way. Gucci. Oh, he's been, uh, I don't know. That was doing. <laughs> I texted right. him. He didn't text me back. No, he doesn't doesn't text me back. And I'm his I business know. partner. He doesn't text me back. <laughs> I don't get. He's got 17 fucking phones, all lined up on his desk. They all vibrate all day. They all. He don't talk to nobody. It's incredible. If you're not Ashley, you ain't getting. An well, I don't even know. You know what? I think I texted him. I don't even know if I got his right phone. Is one with like a uh, four eight five zip code I, or something? Dude, I have code? no idea. Like I said, I got Gooch. Gooch bat phone, Gooch something else. Like I have like all these. It's all right. It's well, like he's running from the law or something. Know, maybe he is. <laughs> maybe he is. maybe next week we got to get him on. I'll talk. Even to Sam him. just chimed in. Tough guy to get a hold of. Absolutely. Yeah. Sam has to. Sam literally shows up at the studio unannounced sometimes. Like, hey, I'm what here you got to do. Yeah, uh, I have to. Uh, maybe maybe I'll have to. Maybe I'll come down there one day and do a show from down there. Let's do it. Um, also sponsored by Pine Tar Bar and Grill, 121 South Main Street, Fork and River, New Jersey, 609-489-4286. The best sports bar in New Jersey. Go say hello to Tommy Plinio. They got, they got like 17 million TVs in there. The food is awesome. They got a good Italian chef in the back. He knows what he's doing. They got karaoke, college football, NFL, baseball, the Amazon, Apple shit. He's got all that wired around. Oh, nice. Um, they got indoor, outdoor thing. They got darts outside. Um, PinetarBarGrill.com. Go check it out. Also, if you're feeling shitty about yourself, give Lisa Ruane a call, 201-725-1251. Certified therapist, good people. If you're 18 and over, she does hypnotherapy, regular therapy. Uh, she's gotten a few clients from me, which is cool. Um, she's a cool girl. Um, she does Zoom or in person. If you're, uh, I'm big on this. If you're not feeling right, you're just not feeling right. And, you know. Especially you if you gotta, actually suffered through 58 minutes of the show, you might want to talk to somebody yeah, see after. That, see that? See that? See that? I don't know. Maybe you're a Cowboy fan and you don't really remember what 1996 was like. Uh, or you're, maybe you're maybe you're a Cowboy fan and a Rutgers fan. Or maybe you're a Jet Rutgers and a fan and you haven't won anything in a million years. Yeah. Give Lisa a call. 201-725-1251. Mm -hmm. I just want to let you know. 
because you know your son is a big Jet fan that he is. Oh yeah. Lisa is a huge Jet fan, so oh, she's all right. excited about it. And by the way, actually, by the way, I got it. I got to show you. But keep going. I got to show you something real quick because it's it's the greatest picture I've ever seen in my life. So I got sent a picture of Miles playing right, and I zoomed With in. Your dad, it was great. That's his ankle. Got bigger ankles than you. Right. I'm telling you, he's going to be. And you zoom out, and, and there he is, the stud muffin that he is. But like he's, his ankle, he's bro, gonna be, he's he gonna be is a, big, a linebacker. There's gonna no. Be, he's going to be not quarterbacks. The rest he's going to be. He's going to be at some shitty school playing linebacker, and he's going to get to the NFL <laughs> by just hitting people and slapping people around. He's, oh, he's ready to go, man. Uh, he's already it, taking down stuff. Let's see. Yeah, so nice. He'll be wearing. Uh, listen, he'll be the Jets will be good by then. He'll be going nuts. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers will be in year first of all, 86. First of all, I, I do have one. I do have one thing I'm really dreaming about. All I want, because I, I, you know, I listen to sports radio. I love that mm -hmm. stuff. I just, I'm rooting for the Jets this year. I am. I want to see Rodgers do well. But you know what I'm really rooting for? I just, please, please. I want the Jets to lose opening day because I want to, I want them to lose opening day. Aaron Rodgers, those three picks. And then I just want to listen <laughs> to WFAN from four o'clock till midnight. With but Ingo will be like, like bro, oh, bro, no, I knew, here we I knew go. it was going to suck. <laughs> oh my God. I just want Aaron Rodgers to shit the bed week one because Vinny from Queens, Jet fans are funnier than any, by far the funniest fan base. Mm. They will just say, it's over. We can't, I can't take it anymore. Uh, and then I think Rodgers is going to do just fine with it. But anyway, so. all right. That's our show here at Shay. Uh, next week, uh, we may have Chris Gucci uh, on for a minute if we get in touch with him. Uh, <laughs> I lost the host. Um, <laughs> it's when, you lost the host. I lost the business partner. It's that live from the Dave Sturgeo Studios. <laughs> uh, at this point, in one day. Eaton, in Eatontown. Right, right. <laughs> Just completely moving out of Matawan. Yeah. Out of Matawan. He's in Eatontown here at Shea. All mm -hmm. right. Listen, I love everybody. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later on. All right.